Welcome to Off the Beaten Track. The follow-up to A Good Walk Spoiled. This week we've been in Western Supermare, so we're going to be discussing some of the things that we saw and some of the things that we didn't. We can say we're coming, we're broadcasting to you from a Penny Arcade in Western Supermare. We're surrounded. Television Centre. No, not Television Centre, it ain't. But we are surrounded by slot machines, whack-a-mole, and time crisis. Time crisis? Yeah, that one there. That sounds like an 80s pop band. Yeah, probably is. I think that's China Crisis. Phil's brought his laptop, so we have the internet with us. We've also got a lovely cup of tea from the uh, from the owner. And we're sitting down inside a Penny Arcade, and we're going to discuss some of the things that we saw and occurred to us on our walk around Western. To get the ball rolling, I have in my hands a PDF from North Somerset Council. Interesting facts about Western Supermare. Freely downloadable. Fact me. Number one, Marine Lake was the result of a job creation scheme for Welsh miners who were employed building the causeway between 1927 and 1929. We didn't go there. We haven't been there. Number two, there were plans for a transatlantic port at the end of Breen Down with railway connections to the London to Exeter line. Work was begun and they sound very interesting, aren't they? No. The Iron Age hill fort on the hill above Western Supermare is over 2,000 years old. Now you're talking. As well as extensive stone ramparts, it contains 93 stone pits dug straight into the limestone rocks on the hill. I'm a big fan of the Iron Age Hill Fort. Danebury Ring being one of the most famous and one of the, I think, the best excavated. Danebury Ring, as it is, but it's Danebury Hill Fort, is an Iron Age settlement just outside of a town called Andover in Hampshire, but on the Hampshire-Wiltshire border. But of course... 2,000 years ago, there was no, there was no boundaries, there was no borders, there was no lines. There, there were some. Nobody had any cares, defending the group from uh, other tribes and the odd Roman. <laughs> no, they of course spent uh, most of their time making those little plaques that you see around uh, hill forts uh, that give people information on how they live their daily lives. Very talented 2,000 years ago, and they've survived well. I wonder how uh, John, the maintenance man's getting on. Retrieving, getting retrieving the ball from silica. Yeah, well, we'll give him time. It was quite high. <laughs> uh, in, in, fact, in fact, if you want to see how high it was, you can look at the images on the website. Uh, yes, click see pictures on the, uh, on the link. In fact, it, was, it looked like a job for a man who had experience of heights, like Fred Dibner. Fred Dibner, the aforementioned Dibner, of course. Uh, he certainly had experience of heights. Steeplejack. Maybe that's what he was doing up all those chimneys. <laughs> Retrieving, Retrieving footballs. balls for people. A hundred years of footballs. We, we mentioned that Diana Dawes was at a beauty pageant in 1945 at the old Tropicana Lido. I've got here a list of her films. We had mentioned that she was a, a blonde bombshell, a blonde bombshell actress. Shall I, I'll read you some of her films. A Boy, A Girl and a Bike, 1949. Lady Godiva Rides Again. Miss Tulip Stays the Night. 
Is there a lot of these? Sandwich man. Sandwich man. There's a girl in my soup. I've heard of that. That's uh, that is um, is it Peter Sellers? I think. The amorous milkman. That definitely starred Robin Asquith. He he of the seventies. Uh, Confessions films. Okay. F- confessions of an amorous milkman. 70s smut. <laughs> as I'm sure my gran once never said. <laughs> Bedtime with Rosie. Is that the sequel to Cider with Rosie? The other last one I've got here, 1984, uh, the film's called Steaming. Crikey. I've never completed the first level of Time Crisis. Oh, back to Time Crisis. What, what is Time Crisis? It's a computer game. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's this one here. Have you ever played it? Action! Action! Yeah, it's a shoot-em-up, but it's very difficult. It's a Japanese game originally. You can play in pairs. It takes you through the level and you have to shoot as you go. Like a shooting gallery, you know that, those kind mm-hmm. of games? Mm-hmm. And so the idea is you go around, you, you have to kill people who pop up, otherwise you get shot. But it's a very, very difficult game. Very difficult. That's a common theme in a lot of computer games, killing people. I, I kind of, I used to play Afterburner. Do you remember that? And Afterburner was the um, plane. You, did you sit in a little cockpit? Yes, yeah. And you can buy those. You can buy those online now. Oh, uh, right. And they're incredibly expensive. But the, you, the machines? The machines itself, yeah. That was a, like a simulator. That's the word, yeah. The Top Gear Simulator, which is uh, often seen, oft seen, with somebody walking around as the Stig, handing out leaflets. Always a big queue. Let's play I Spy, the Top Gear Simulator. I've got two, I've got two. Last place I saw it was Longleat. Okay. I saw it outside the Arnolfini. In Bristol. In Bristol. And also on Regent Street in London, outside the Hawksmoor restaurant. (laughs) <laughs> wow that's where you came out of was it uh, that's what I went into yeah I don't remember coming out Wee! is there more than one do you think do you think it's just one T- touring the world what we need is a map and some pins and we can track it like a murderer and it's victims and we can put the pins in the map where we've sighted the uh, join them together join them together and, and retrace the footsteps what are they spelling out they're, sell- they're spelling something out aren't they Help! (laughs) I once went on a helicopter simulator Uh and I've been on a jungle safari simulator. A jungle safari simulator? Yeah. This was at Longleat. I went on one at Longleat. It's CGI, it's not real. Okay. You You get dropped out of a plane and you you fly around and there's an elephant or something so you have to skid around it. It's a shame. I I had the impression you'd be on elephant back. No. I, you in a pith helmet and a, and a gun shooting tigers. Colonial India sim- simulator. Absolutely, yeah. No, it wasn't that. No. no one's ever made that. Why not? I think there's many reasons why that game hasn't been made. It wouldn't just be sitting on the veranda with your kedgery. And a gin and tonic. <laughs> a gin and tonic. Listening to the cricket on World Service. Someone's just one big on the uh, on the slots. It's a lot of two Ps, which I would always view as a hindrance. It's such a low-value coin that the only thing you can do with a bag full of two Ps is uh, continue gambling on a two P arcade machine. 
Phil's just checking our Twitter at GWSpod. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, yeah, do have a look. Actually, however, I'm not on our Twitter feed. I'm on the Grand Pier's Twitter feed, at Grand Pier. Ah. They regularly tweet about what they're up to. And Stop Press, there's a new one. You can book our go-kart track for your birthday or special occasion. When's your birthday, Ross? <laughs> but along with their uh, Twitter account, they also have a YouTube channel uh, with various videos on. An intriguing uh, a little video here is CCTV footage of the fire in 2008 accompanied by a soundtrack. don't know if you can hear that. So it's, 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 I'll describe what it is. It's just CCTV footage of a pier burning to the ground, <laughs> accompanied by American... It, sa- <laughs> it sounds a bit like the cause, doesn't it, or something? I think the chorus says something about time to say goodbye. I don't think we can play more than about three seconds at a time for copyright reasons. Uh, the the pier is now <laughs> the pier is now completely burning to the ground. Well, well, I noticed what they've done is it started off in real time, yes. and now they've sped Stop it up that. ten or twenty times, so you can just look at the pier being completely engulfed by flames whilst listening to whatever this song is. That what an incredible video. I I don't know really uh, where you go from there. Ch- check your insurance documents, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. While phoning in the fire brigade. Yes. I'm just looking out of the front of the Penny Arcade and I noticed it started to rain. Oh, yeah. I wonder what the uh, word for the fear of rain is. I tell you what. I'll look it up. You try and guess it. You're, you're going to look up the word for the, f- for the fear of rain. Fear okay, of rain. Right, yeah, I'm up for that. Okay, that's fine. Oh, okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. You yeah. you got it. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Well, French for rain is il as, pleut, as you know, as I know, French speaker, mm, sort of, yeah. uh, is il pleut, plutophobic. <laughs> there's there's two words, and <laughs> you're actually very close. Really? To one. Yep. It, well, it says here. Om- ombrophobia. Okay. Ombrophobia. Or pluviophobia is the fear of rain. The term ombrophobia originates from Greek, ombros, meaning storm of rain. Pluviophobia, the fear of rain. I can't believe I doubted you, your knowledge of French. Uh, it's, it's staggering. How, how, how dare I do that? I think you're making that judgment based on your knowledge that I don't speak a word of French. <laughs> Yes, the cat's out of the bag now. The le chat, le chat noir um, avec maison. <laughs> What's bag? What's left? Le chat est sorti du sac. The cat is out of the bag. Uh, do you know what the cat on Ernest Shackleton's uh, expeditions was called? Kevin. No, if you get this, it's a hell of a guess. The odds are, are slim. Yeah, certainly when you hear it. Go on. Mrs. Chippy. I quite like that name. Mrs. Chippy was a cat 
who accompanied Sir Ernest Shackleton's Imperial Trans-Antarctic Expedition of 1914-17, and, along with some of the sled dogs, was eventually shot after the expedition ship Endurance was destroyed when it became trapped in pack ice. Oh, oh goodness. Uh, Mrs. Chippy was shot? Oh. Did they, uh... uh nom, 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 nom. <laughs> what? You know, did they... Was it, uh... Cat curry for dinner. <laughs> Meow Frazy. Poor Mrs. Poor Mrs. Chippy. In fact, there's a, it's got a grave. What was left of her? After Ernest went... We're implying here that Ernest Shackleton uh, uh, et al. et the cat. Is the, do we know that's to be true? Why would they shoot it? I can tell you, Mrs. Chippy was a tiger-striped tabby and was taken aboard the Endurance by Harry McNish, the carpenter, nicknamed Chippy, as is a common nickname for carpenters, and so there's the name Mrs. Chippy. Mrs. Chippy was actually a male, but by that time, the name was stuck. He was described as full of character by members of the expedition and impressed the crew by his ability to walk along the ship's inch-wide rails and even the rougher seas. After the ship was destroyed, Shackleton decided that Mrs. Chippy and five of the dogs would not survive. Shackleton shot the, decided to shoot the cat and dogs because they couldn't provide for them. Hum- humanitarian grounds. Hmm. I read a story recently about Ernest Shackleton when the ship sank. It didn't sink quite as quickly as they thought. So everybody got off the ship expecting it to go down like the Titanic. But... It didn't sink as quickly as they thought, and so <laughs> some of the crew members went back on to retrieve personal possessions, and one of those crew members was the photographer, who went back on to retrieve all of his footage and still photographs that he took. All of the photographs and film that we see from that expedition were saved by him when he went back. Otherwise, it would have been lost to the depths. <laughs> That's Mrs. Chippy, the cat who accompanied Shackleton on his expedition. Uh, to the Antarctic. I like Antarctica, not least of all because one of the seas surrounding it is called the Ross Sea. How's that spelt? The Ross Sea? R-O-S-S. Oh, okay. So it's double S? Yes. But it's the same. Um. Just because the spelling of my name has one S, you know, and most people think that when they see it written down, I'm a woman, it's short for Rosalind Evans. And in fact, someone called me the other day and said, hello, can I speak to Miss, Miss Evans? And I said, yes, speaking. And they went, is she? That shouldn't put you off the fact that, you know, that I'm, I'm clearly a male. I, I feel a bit like Mrs. Chippy. The name would suggest a female, but actually a male. Well, like Mrs. Chippy, Mrs. Chippy isn't your real name either, because Ross isn't your real name, well, is it? Well, it's not my first name. Your, your first name's Thomas. But there's, a, there's an awful lot of people, not least of all... James Paul McCartney, who's called by, uh, by, by their middle name. Don't you know? That's a Paul McCartney impression. You know he wrote to Vladimir Putin about the Arctic 20, the environmental protesters that Vlad had imp- yeah. imprisoned. I almost said impaled there. It's it a different Vlad. Uh, Hi, Vlad. I've always been a big fan. Back in the 60s, me and me friends in the Beatles wrote a song about your country. So I was just wondering if you could release the Attic 20. Yours, James Paul McCartney. <laughs> yes, he's got a soft, 
Liverpool accent, not the harder variety. Come on, come on the Reds. Sorry, everyone in Liverpool. He's soft southern Liverpool accent is our Paul. But one of many people who are called by their middle names. Well, there we are. We're going to sign off now from the buzzing and energetic from the energetic sounds of can the I can I it might oh. be slightly alliterative the ring of dinging the, yeah, it's a not ring really it's not really alliterative is it but it's ringy dingy is that <laughs> ringy dingy sounds like uh, a uh, a nickname of someone who went to a private school ginger thompson <laughs> ringy dingy ringy dingy the whirling and the dinging and the buzzing of the arcade anyway we're going to sign off this is what I was going to say from the uh, Penny Arcade here in Western Supermare. So join us again on another edition of Off the Beaten Track. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>